Welcome to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino, the show that provides Christian insights into contemporary moral and ethical values and dives deep into how your faith in Jesus changes the way you live your life. Now here's your host, Mike Sherbino. Hey everybody, glad you're with us tonight and uh, what a great evening we have ahead of us tonight. We've had a fantastic day and uh, the subjects are just, uh, it is too easy to pick the subjects right now for talk radio. And I know that you're thinking like me, uh, a bunch of questions. This vaccine passport, um, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? So many people are uh, feeling squeezed. Even if they're for having a vaccine, um, they are just saying, are my rights being taken away? I want to talk to you about that tonight. Love to get your calls tonight. Uh, I'd like to also talk into Afghanistan. And tonight I'm going to be airing uh, on the commercial break, I'm doing this for free, uh, a way that you can support what is happening in Afghanistan. A fantastic opportunity. We're, we'll talk about that. I, I guess the other thing is just the eroding freedom. And is it just way too much hype on the fourth wave? How are you processing that? How are you coming to terms with it? The number to call is one 800 uh, 684-2848. That's 1-800-684-2848. And to all our fantastic Buffalo friends, uh, that number is uh, 883-5000. 883-5000. And uh, tonight, I just want to um, take a couple of minutes. And while we're waiting for people to call in, because the last three weeks, uh, we've had a lot of dialogue on the show. And uh, maybe that'll happen again tonight. If not, I've got a number of things that I want to talk about all related to these subjects. But I am looking, it's not that our comments, uh, they gotta be more than just emotion. Um, I'm happy for you to share your emotions, but give me some content. When you say something, are your sources, do you think they're halfway reliant? Everyone has an opinion. I mean, all of us, to some degree, mock the news because uh, what they were saying a year ago is so different now. We're told we got to trust science. Uh, we're, we're in the middle of all this. And now we're seeing in Canada with the election just around the corner, uh, less than uh, 18, 17 days from now, I guess it's 16 days, today's the fourth, that, um, you know, it seems to be a whole political uh, ploy where, where the liberals, you know, trying to take advantage of this situation and is it going to backfire? I'd like you to weigh in on those things. I am looking for a way to help you and I respond to all these subjects in a God-honoring way. And tonight I'm going to be teaching out of Proverbs chapter 3, that incredible little verse, two verses, where it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and he will make your paths straight. So um, what, what I'm really wanting to know tonight is uh, your thoughts on how do we trust God in the midst of all this stuff? If you got an opinion on whether or not the vaccine passport is just totally ridiculous, uh, love to hear it. If you think it is a fantastic idea, love to hear it. Get on the phone, 1-800-684. 2848 1-800-684-2848 and of course there's 883-5000 to our buffalo friends I want to encourage i think last week we uh, the canadians kind of won out on the caller but we had uh, a few good uh american calls so uh all my american friends get on the phone 883-5000 so one of the things that impacts our spiritual journey is when stuff happens that we don't understand. Think of the stuff that happens. Um, we've got the uh, the failed evacuation out of Afghanistan. And maybe you disagree with me on that. I mean, I'm glad they got some people out, but there's so many people left behind. And what are they telling them to do? Stay indoors. Hey, folks, this is more than a tropical storm. And what is our responsibility to help those people? What should governments be doing? I noticed that even in Canada, that Afghanistan has just kind of died right off the radar, off the news. It's almost like we don't want to go there too much anymore. 
we've got the hurricane disasters. We got the flooding now, the, the, you know, the remnant of that flooding that hit New York State. And uh, we just see the helplessness uh, of, of our own humanity. So where is God in the midst of all of that? How do we process that? Just before I jumped on the air, um, I was making some plans to uh, jump on a plane and visit a, a longtime friend, well over 20 years, who had cancer. And apart from divine healing, it, it just looked like he had, you know, maybe maybe a week to a month to live. And I thought, well, if I could get on a plane and be there tomorrow after church, that would be fantastic. And then 10 minutes before I come on air, I get a text that he passed away. And you pause and you say, God, what's with that timing? So emotionally, I'm just feeling pretty raw tonight. Uh, just letting you know as I think about my friend, but then I also look at the larger global situation and we come to God and we have questions. And as one person said, there are times when there are no right words. It just seems there are no right words and we sit in silence. Do you remember Job? how he sat in silence uh, and his accusers, his while well, his friends who eventually became his accusers, the one good thing they did is that they sat in silence with him in his misery. Sometimes you just simply have to grieve. But in the midst of grieving, we find ourselves working through questions. And the questions are such that uh, they impact what you're going through personally, but they also impact your global perspective. You know, several years ago, and, and let me just throw out the number again, because I want to hear your thoughts on this vaccine passport. Uh, I, I want to hear if you got a thought on Afghanistan, what we could do or what we should be doing. Uh, if you don't speak up, who's going to hear you? And then the whole other thing that really is, I, I find myself pondering continually, is our eroding freedom. And with the passport, you know, is the next step something else and something else. It seems like everybody's got all my data. They, they practically know when I sneeze. And, and how do we process that? Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. You know, uh, as we're waiting for people to call in tonight, several years ago, I was preaching in Calcutta, India which is now referred to as Kolkata. And I had the opportunity to visit Mother Teresa's House of the Dying, where those near death were cared for by the Sisters of Charity. Now, the short time that I spent there is embedded in my mind. It had a profound impact on my life. Uh, another man named John Kavanaugh, he was a brilliant American ethicist. He went to work for three months at the House of the Dying in Calcutta. He was seeking a clear answer as to how best to spend the rest of his life. And on the first morning there, he met Mother Teresa, and she asked, what can I do for you? And Kavanaugh asked her to pray for him. Well, she said, what do you want me to pray for? And she asked, and he voiced the request that he had borne him thousands of miles from the United States. Pray that I have clarity. Maybe you're praying that right now as we're trying to understand what's going on. Pray that I have clarity. And then she firmly said, no, I will not do that. And when he asked her why, she said, clarity is the last thing you're clinging to and must let go. And when Kavanaugh commented that she always seemed to have the clarity he longed for, she laughed and said, I've never had clarity. What I've always had is trust. And so I will pray that you trust God. And folks, trusting God is the essence of what Solomon penned when he said, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, and in all your ways acknowledge him. He will make your paths straight. Could it be that we want clarity so that we'll not have to trust in God? And if you're like me, I've struggled with what it means and looks like to trust in God, especially when it comes to three areas. One is my failures, the other is my disappointments, and my fears. And uh, we want to unpack those things tonight against the backdrop of this vaccine passport, what is happening? Are you fearful? Are you afraid? What's going on in Afghanistan? And what about your thoughts on the eroding freedom that we seem to have? And especially for us as Canadians, we're now facing an election. Uh, the American friends, we, you just went through it. Uh, 
How are you processing all that? The decisions that your leaders are making? Well, the number is 1-800-684-2848 and 883-5000. And uh, we got Walter on the line right now. I'm going to talk to Walter. He's got some comments to share with us tonight. Thanks, Walter, for calling in. Uh, no, my pleasure, uh, Mike. I, uh, yeah. How I, are you doing today? Um, you, I am doing very well. You always have very interesting topics, topics that seem to uh, be, uh, you know, front page, of course, on uh, newspapers and very interesting. The vaccine passport, of course, that um, has materialized in Ontario, if we would like to call it a vaccine passport. There's, of course, Quebec and B.C. and, you know, Manitoba and now Ontario has gone in that direction. And, yeah. Um, I was, what are your thoughts? I was reading the... Uh, what are my thoughts? Well, I yeah. tend to agree with you. We're, we're slowly eroding our, our freedom of choices. And it's very sad that with uh, with sort of safety and security comes a price, and that, that price is uh, the control, of course, uh, by government. And, you know, we've gone in that direction because we've sort of wanted it to be that way. If, if 80% of the population wants some type of, um, let's, say, let's call it a vaccine passport, then uh, that's why, of course, Mr. Doug Ford has gone in that direction too in Ontario. Because do you the, think uh, Doug caved? You know, Doug, he was he was giving a different line up until four days ago. Um, what do you think changed his mind? Was it pressure? I think it was mostly pressure. I think it was mostly pressure. If you have the majority of the population that already have been vaccinated, and uh, the majority of them do want. Um, you know, their, their workplaces to be considered safe by having everyone vaccinated, which is almost, um, you know, the, the way the future, the very near future, actually, uh, my information comes from, from today's National Post. And uh, then the Financial Post is a very good section in there on companies, uh, major banks in, in Canada, for instance, that are all uh, mandating uh, vaccines or you're not coming back to work. If you're, you know, like certain uh, offices are going to be opening in the fall, according to the National Post, and yeah. those uh, particular businesses, large, large companies, by the way, are, are requiring uh, the vaccines with, uh, with pretty well no exceptions. Here's a situation uh, that I ran sure. into. Here, I ran into this situation. Let me just cut in for a second. Uh, a young couple that I know, they're, uh, they've had, you know, they got one and a half kids, one's on the way. And um, but she has uh, she struggles with a, a disease and the big concern. It's the same disease one of my daughters has, and I won't go into any detail. But the disease is that if you take the vaccine, it causes a huge flare up. And then of course, if yeah. they want to have another child, there's concern as well that there will be defects. And while they say you know everything is is safe and there's minimal risk, we know the trials have not gone on long enough. And suddenly, here's this young couple. And so he said, I got to support my wife. I'm not going to get the vaccine. But suddenly, uh, at least up to this point, I guess he can go into a grocery store and still get food. But all the usual things, you know, uh, that they might want to do are going to be excluded from them. What would you well, say to someone like that, Walter? What do you say? Well, well, what I don't like, you know, it's okay. I mean, I, I, you know, there's individuals that would uh, give up sporting events and bars and restaurants. But however, if, if you um, happen to be a, a registered nurse or a healthcare professional or a teacher, for instance, or a federal employee, because Mr. Trudeau is going to mandate all federal employees to be vaccinated, uh, you either have the choice, uh, and it's not really a choice. You know, you either become vaccinated or you're going to possibly lose your job. And you may then, of course, um, how do you trade off? You know, a teacher makes good money. Police, uh, Toronto police officers make good money. So are you going to stop being a police officer making their kind of money uh, and not work? Are you going to lose your house and uh, not be able to pay your bills? Um, yeah. Because, well, the government's going to say, you know, we're not forcing you to get a vaccine. But, however, if you don't get the vaccine, you won't have a job and you won't be able to uh, support yourself. So I, you know, I think it's it's gone pretty pretty far. I, I think it's maybe gone a little too far. Walter, well, one more comment. Opinion. One more comment before we go to the break. Give me your thoughts. Um, the election that's coming up in Canada. Um, do you think this is backfiring on Trudeau, or do you think it's going to level out? You know, the whole thing of trying to regain power in the midst of a pandemic. 
and get a majority government. Well, everything I, uh, everything I read right now is uh, that he's really, really struggling. Actually, the Conservative Party is slightly ahead in the polls. So he, he, he's got a uh, struggle. And it, you know what? If people um, have changed their mind once, if they've gone from liberal to conservative once, um, it, it's really, really, really difficult for any political party to change their mind again. Yeah. You can't change. You normally don't change your mind twice, unless Mister O'Toole says or, or does something absolutely way out of line. It really looks like he's going to get some kind of a uh, minority government at this point. Yeah. Hey, Walter, I got to run to the break as usual. Appreciate yep. your calls. Hope you'll keep calling back in. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for kicking it off. Bye. Bye. Right. Thanks, Mike. Bye bye. Okay. Hey, you're listening to Open Mic with Mike Sherboneau. What are your thoughts on this vaccine passport? Has anything changed? Um, if you're not going to get vaccinated, I would love for you to call in and tell me what your plan of action is. 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. We're going to go to the break right now. Can I encourage you to listen to some of the things you're going to hear right now on this uh, commercial break? We'll be right back. On August 15th, the Taliban took control of the capital city of Kabul. Our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan are in turmoil, and the people there are struggling and living in fear. Partners International Canada is responding to this need, but their partner on the ground needs your help. Help provide relief for 100 families with the gift of food, clean water, and basic necessities. $300 will help provide for one family for one month. $10 will help a family for one day. Every dollar helps. Go to partnersinternational.ca to make a donation today. That's partnersinternational.ca. Over this past year and a half, our mental wellness has been severely challenged. Young and old are finding it difficult to navigate. Many in the Christian community are struggling to know how to help. Agora Network Ministries, a ministry committed to educate, equip, and engage in mental wellness, invites you to their upcoming event. A one-day in-person mental wellness conference on Saturday, October 16th at North End Church has been scheduled. Go to agoranetworkministries.com for more information and to register and hold your place for this event. COVID-19 protocols will be in place. Are you looking for a fresh start this fall? Looking to grow your faith, find friends, and experience those connecting moments that were snatched away from you by the pandemic? Well, the people of North End Church invite you to join them this Sunday at 10 a.m. Located at 455 Geneva Street in St. Catharines, North End is excited to discover what God's new normal is for them this fall. Dynamic worship, preaching that connects, programs for all ages, and new friends to meet. You'll find that North End is a place where everyone is welcome, nobody's perfect, and anything is possible. Check out North End Church this Sunday at 455 Geneva Street, St. Catharines, or go to northendchurch.ca. Will you provide a Bible for someone who desperately needs one? Baja knows the truth about Jesus, but she needs to read the Bible for herself. Like many new believers in India, Baja cannot find or afford a Bible. Your gift today provides a Bible and ministry programs for people like Baja. She knows that the power of prayer to Jesus changed her life, and she is eager to share this power and truth with others. But she needs a Bible. Your gift of just $5 will provide the Bible for a new believer eagerly waiting for their own copy of God's Word. Will you give a Bible to a new believer today? Visit BibleLeague.ca slash Mike or call Bible League Canada at 1-800-363-9673. Welcome back to Open Mic with Mike Sherboneau. Have a question for Mike? Phone lines are open. Call now at 800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, we're glad you're back with us. And uh, some really good comments by Walter. Walter, thanks again. I appreciate you calling in. One day we're going to meet each other. and uh, But we'll look forward to that. Um, yeah, this whole thing of the vaccine passport. Um, as much as I want people to be safe, uh, I just feel like there's a, a cinch being tightened around my neck. I'm wondering, is there another way? And, um, and then I'm pondering, you know, what gets played up in the news? And if you ever watch the news and, you know, we can smile or we can think it was great when uh, former President Trump would talk about fake news. Uh, 
I really can see a bias in the news, the way that it's presented, the way that it's slanted. It's so easy to twist things so that one person, you can almost take the words out of your mouth. I think they call it being a spin master. <laughs> and in the midst of all that, you're saying, what is true? And I think the good thing about this program tonight is that we have a chance for us just to uh, desynthesize things so that we can uh, process things and saying, oh, am I hearing things right? Am I seeing things right? We've got Annie on the line. We're going to come to her in just a moment. But I, I just feel a need that I, I need to keep throwing in some things to help with our thoughts because I'm talking about trusting God and trusting God in the midst of COVID-19. Because you see, to trust in the Lord suggests the firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. And uh, when Solomon, the son of David, Solomon was the wise man who ever lived, third king of Israel, um, he's writing and, uh, and he says, trust in the Lord. So who is the Lord? Well, this was the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This was the God of Solomon's father's David, the one who referred to the Lord as his shepherd, the one who fought the lion and the bear. He was the one who said to King Saul, uh, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. Remember, and then he went down in the valley and uh, took on Goliath. Seems like we got a Goliath that we're fighting. We got some giants and uh, we need to have a good dialogue tonight. Love for you to call in, agree, disagree. Uh, your calls are welcome, 800-684-2848 or 883-5000 to our Buffalo friends. So, um, hey, now we got Annie on the line. Thanks, Annie, for calling in. Your thoughts on the vaccine passport. Uh, uh, good evening, uh, Mike. Uh, first of all, I can hear the hurt in your uh, voice. I just want to extend my condolences. It's, yeah, it's thank you. Yeah, it's, it's a tough time to have to be dealing with uh, uh, a loss. I mean, th this is a time of loss for everything, but a, a loss of life and friendship is, is yeah. extremely tough. Yeah. Yeah, it just caught um, me just before I went on air. So you know what? I just thought I'm going to process that with people, because it, it's loss is related. We we're losing our freedom, um, yeah. and yeah. Mm -hmm. but give me your thoughts, Annie. But thanks for your comments. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I I am purple. I'm neither red nor blue. I am right in the middle, and it seems like. Um, and, and I've always been a very, very, very proud Canadian, but I will defer to the, sorry, there's a lot of feedback, so I'm trying to not. Just turn your, turn your radio down. If you turn your radio down, that would be the trick. Okay. Um, there you go. Okay. I, I will even maybe go down one level so I don't uh, hear that. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, but... There in the U.S., you have frontline. There's a website about frontline doctors. These are Christian doctors who are just absolutely adamant that the vac this vaccine is not a vaccine. It is a jab. We are the experiment, and it, the, the the shot is not the uh, answer. We have treatment for, and as I said, I, I called in last week too. I'm no fan of the orange man, the former um, chief uh, uh, okay. of the army in yep. the U.S. But, but the hydroxychloroquine has been shown very effective. So has I, I, uh, ivermectin, but we in Canada cannot access this because I, I don't know how... Uh, the American medical um, associations or those who are those American doctors who are willing to prescribe these very effective treatments, how they're getting around it. But I, I would. Yeah, I can't speak into that. So, so we can't, we can't use those regardless. So how are you processing this? I want to know, how are you processing this yourself? Besides being frustrated. going to be my first thing is that I I'm frustrated because now especially since I have to be going back to work and um, 
you know, you, do you have to get vaccinated to go back to work? Well, well, if I'm not vaccinated, I have to have that the, the, the nice uh, rubber hose up the nose uh, um, every That's week. True. Right. Which okay, you know what? I'd rather have the rubber no rubber hose up my nose every week than this mysterious jab because I have been reading and I have been listening to those who are very, very knowledgeable. As I said, this is above my my pay grade, so I will listen and defer to those who have been in immunology and who have a former Pfizer um, research developers who, who obviously are not adverse to uh, recommending vaccines. But the problem is, but of course, after, is that there's doctors on the other side who we would yeah. respect who say it's still good. Like I had to go into the hospital this week for a couple, just a short visit. And I went to the triage area and they asked if I'd been double vaxxed. And I said, yes. And they sure. kind of gave out a cheer. I was going to get applauded on the back. And <laughs> I, I didn't know if I wanted that or not. Um, I just know that for me to get in and visit people in the hospital and take care of people, I do, you know, my pastoral care. And, um, we wanted to see our kids on the West Coast. We couldn't fly. We couldn't do anything. So, um, you know, I don't know. I haven't grown a third ear yet, but you kind of wonder what's going to happen. No, no. And, and I'm not saying that it happens to everybody, but I have, I have seen awful, but I mean awful results. And it's like it's playing Russian roulette. I don't want to play Russian roulette with my own life, and I don't want to play Russian roulette with my family and those I love. So what do you do? You're the prime minister. What's your, how are you going to run the country? How are you going to keep it safe? Well, you know what? Honestly, probably the... the the best compromise would be what Ford had said in in that. Okay, if you're uh, if you don't if, if you're not uh, medically exempt from um, getting the vaccine, you just do, do, do the once a week um, swab. Swab. Yeah. yeah. Me, yeah. You know, if that if that makes if that makes everybody else feel happier and better and safer, okay. But but I mean, it's it's very very too too much World War Two ish. You know, like how how do you boil a frog? You just uh, turn up to degree one one degree at a time. So it's like okay, take away this right, take away that right, take away that right one one right at a time until we're so numb that it's like, yeah, okay, go ahead, continue. And you know, so. appreciate your call as always. I'm glad you called in. Hope you call back again. We got to go to a break in a couple of minutes, so I'm going to have to let it go. Good comments. I'm sure I will. Thank you. Thanks, thank you. Annie. And All right. Condolences. Stay safe. Thank yeah, thank you. you. Okay, so you know what? Um, there's part of me that doesn't want to talk about this subject, but there's another part of me that is saying, um, what is a solution? And I'd love for someone to call in tonight and say, hey, here is a plausible solution. Here is something that we can do. And what I'm watching in Canada right now for our American friends, we got an election coming up in, in a couple of weeks. And now this has become one of the political ways that opposition parties can attack the current minority government uh, by just saying, you know, this was a uh, pandering to the moment and trying to secure a majority government so that, you know, we can rule for another four years. And um, and now suddenly people, I'm intrigued that while the vaccination rate is high in Canada, I think we're at 75%. So what does that mean? It probably means there's a good uh, 7 million people, maybe 8 million people that have not yet been vaccinated. I'd uh, love to hear from a couple of you folks tonight. But we hear from those people, and, and what it is is that there's a tension. There's a tension. And it's almost like politically this is being used as a ploy. Uh, I kind of wonder what the NDP, what the uh, conservatives really feel, their leadership, should everyone be baptized? Um, you know, how do we work through that? And, uh, how, and I said, <laughs> be vaccinated. 
you know, what do we have to do? So I know that in my own mind, as I'm waiting, as I'm trying to process things through, I keep coming back to Proverbs where it says, trust in the Lord. And, uh, and when Solomon wrote this, uh, you kind of have to wonder, you know, his dad was David, the one who killed the giant Goliath and had been king before him. And you remember that classic line where David is just a young man and he's, he's in a fearful situation. He's in a, down in the valley and what David, he, he couldn't have been taller than six feet. Uh, not from the average Jewish person, maybe it was a little bit less. And Goliath is over nine feet tall. His spear is so heavy, folks. The tip of his spear says was um, the same size as your Thanksgiving turkey, about a 15 pound tip. Now, my goodness, I wouldn't want to catch that in the stomach because it would be curtains. It would be game over. And David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel. And in the times when you can't figure out life, I want you to know that you can trust God. You know, I can't help but picture the fact that when Solomon and his brothers were sitting around the table with their father, David, they would say, hey, dad, tell us again that story. Um, when you were down in the valley talking to the giant. And I'm wondering if that story is being replayed in Solomon's mind when he writes this. Because David knew about trusting God and he passed it on to his son, Solomon. Trusting God sounds good for, for people uh, if it's not you and they're going through a hard time. But what about when you go through a hard time? As I called my, uh, for my friend's spouse just before the show, hearing of his passing. You know what? There was a steadiness in her voice. Do you know why? Simply one thing. She is trusting in God. That's sustaining her. Well, we're going to come back to talk tonight on an open mic about what is sustaining you. I'd love to get your thoughts on the vaccine passport. Uh, the 25% who haven't done it, let me know. love to get an American perspective tonight. What's happening to you guys in Buffalo? Are you all asleep? Come on, wake up and talk to me about Afghanistan. Uh, we got to talk about some of these things is there eroding freedom? Are you feeling it in the States as much as we are here in Canada? Open mic with Mike Sherbino. I'm going to be right back after this short break. Over this past year and a half, our mental wellness has been severely challenged. Young and old are finding it difficult to navigate. Many in the Christian community are struggling to know how to help. Agora Network Ministries, a ministry committed to educate, equip, and engage in mental wellness, invites you to their upcoming event. A one-day in-person mental wellness conference on Saturday, October 16th at North End Church has been scheduled. Go to agoranetworkministries.com for more information and to register and hold your place for this event. COVID-19 protocols will be in place. Will you provide a Bible for someone who desperately needs one? Baja knows the truth about Jesus, but she needs to read the Bible for herself. Like many new believers in India, Baja cannot find or afford a Bible. Your gift today provides a Bible and ministry programs for people like Baja. She knows that the power of prayer to Jesus changed her life, and she is eager to share this power and truth with others. But she needs a Bible. Your gift of just $5 will provide the Bible for a new believer eagerly waiting for their own copy of God's Word. Will you give a Bible to a new believer today? Visit BibleLeague.ca slash Mike or call Bible League Canada at 1-800-363-9673. Are you looking for a fresh start this fall? Looking to grow your faith, find friends, and experience those connecting moments that were snatched away from you by the pandemic? Well, the people of North End Church invite you to join them this Sunday at 10 a.m. Located at 455 Geneva Street in St. Catharines, North End is excited to discover what God's new normal is for them this fall. Dynamic worship, preaching that connects, programs for all ages, and new friends to meet. You'll find that North End is a place where everyone is welcome, nobody's perfect, and anything is possible. Check out North End Church this Sunday at 455 Geneva Street, St. Catharines, or go to northendchurch.ca. On August 15th, the Taliban took control of the capital city of Kabul. Our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan are in turmoil, and the people there are struggling and living in fear. Partners International Canada is responding to this need, but their partner on the ground needs your help. Help provide relief for 100 families with the gift of food, clean water, and basic necessities. $300 will help provide for one family for one month. $10 will help a family for one day. 
Every dollar helps. Go to partnersinternational.ca to make a donation today. That's partnersinternational.ca. Welcome back to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino. Have a question for Mike? Phone lines are open. Call now at 800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Well, hey, you know what? This is kind of like tonight. It's not so much um, scrambled eggs. It's an omelet that we're, uh, we got in front of us. We got a couple of ingredients. The vaccine passport. Um, your thoughts on that. And uh, then we got the whole situation in Afghanistan. Interesting how nobody has made a comment about Afghanistan. What do you do when you hear about horrific things? Um, you got a chance to speak into that tonight. And I hope that you'll take part Partners International. Go to partnersinternational.ca. Fantastic organization so that you can support some of these families that are escaping with their very life. And many of them have already lost their lives. And that's the whole issue of eroding freedoms. Uh, is it, okay, here's a big jump, but you know, we, we see what has happened with the Taliban and how they control people, what you can believe, what you can do, what you can't do. And obviously we're not there, but they have so little freedom and so much of our freedom is being taken away. How do you process that? Like, are we going down the road uh, to socialism where, you know, Big Brother knows more. Uh, 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Uh, we got a caller on the line. We're going to come to him in just a second. But I want to talk about, you know, in the midst of uncertainty, what does it look like to trust God? Yeah, a number of years ago, I came across an interesting quote uh, by Albert Einstein's wife. And she was asked if she understood the theory of relativity. And she replied, I don't understand it at all, but I do know my Albert and he can be trusted. Oh, wow. That's just like a window into this whole thing. Who do you know that you can trust as you navigate the uncertainty that's all around us? I want you to know that in my journey, it's the Lord Jesus Christ. People can say I'm conservative, that I'm a dud, that I'm Victorian. But I've discovered that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's never failed me. He's the one that gives me hope. He gives me strength. He gives me peace. And even though right now, you know, 15 minutes before I jumped on air, I found out that one of my dear friends passed away suddenly, and I didn't get to see him because he's 3,000 miles away. I know that I will see him. And that's just not a head trip. That is truth that's registered in my heart because we were both trusting in the same Savior. All right. Now, that's a little bit of preaching, and uh, if you want to get the rest of it, come to North End Church at 455 Geneva Street tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be there, but our youth pastor, Mitch Hunter, is going to be preaching on this passage, and it's going to be an exciting, exciting morning. Uh, we're going to talk to Seymour. He's on the line, and then we're going to jump down to Laura. And uh, Seymour, thanks for calling in tonight. What are your thoughts on this uh, vaccine topic? Well, my idea of what's going on is that the vaccine is what it is. Many people think and know that it has a gene modulation variant to it all. And uh, people are on one side of the equation wanting it because they are not understanding a lot of the uh, narrative on this. And then the other side of the coin is that, like myself, I'm a researcher and I've understood what is going on, as many people on this other side of the coin understand and are the anti-vax side. But what I want to um, address here, that it's not about the virus itself. It's about what the body is not capable of doing. And that is resisting the virus entry into the cardiovascular system. So I'm part of a research group that has now a new technology coming out within six months. This will be the first opportunity today to make mention of it. I'm not plugging our technology. Everybody should just be able to know about it and what they can do about it. So a cardiovascular review of the capillary network, the smallest entities that circulate around the body, they're the smallest parts of a tree that give all life to the flowers and into the stems and in, into the leaves. Our body has that same push out to the periphery of organs and tissue and brain and so forth. So we actually 
take a look at the smallest capillary networks through a specialized form of a diagnostic tool. Um, I can name it if you like, or no, I don't want to have to plug it. I'm not here for that. No, go for it. Go for it. Um, we got about, I got about two minutes left for this call. So I'm going to give you two minutes, Seymour. Okay. I'm excited by what you're saying. So go for it. Okay. And, and you can follow back with me after if you want. Um, no one took my phone number. Maybe one of your staff can take it after if you'd like to follow through. So yeah. um, uh, the glycocheck, G-L-Y-C-O-C-H-E-C-K.com. And the same thing Googled on YouTube will give you everything about the newest technology that hasn't happened since the MRI has come out in 1977. We're able to see where the breakdown is in the cardiovascular system, actually repair it. We're able to see it in live, real time while the patient is in the room in front of us. The information is sent up. Where it's interpreted is from under the tongue. This has been peer-reviewed, chronicled for two decades. Uh, it has all surpassed all testing everywhere. It's got the patents. Uh, the fixed products have the patents. Help this me with this. Let me ask you a question. So let me ask you a question yeah. because this is way above my pay grade, but I'm intrigued. So if I have COVID, how is this going to help me? Or is it's it going, going to protect me? Entry, it, yeah, it's going to stop the entry going from the system through your nasal turbinates, the inside portion of your nose, into the bloodstream. It will stop it in its tracks because we're fixing the pores or the porosity, the holes that are in the capillary networks, and they're very fine in the nasal area. You bleed easily, you know, from your face, skin, from your nose. We're able to fix it. In, in a in a quick moment so for all those who've had you know the vaccination right now do you think they put yeah. themselves at unnecessary risk um, you know I'm, I'm a research person so I stay clearly in the center so if you were to push me and nudge me did they put them at risk themselves absolutely because if the porosity of the cardiovascular system is open, that's why these pilots have died, the nine or ten of them. And why is it that some do and some don't? So some have a tighter porosity. Okay, you punch a hole in your wall, you're going to fix it. You punch 20 holes in your wall, you pour water at it, it's going to flow through. We put the plaster back and stop the water from getting through. That virus cannot get there. And we've got um, uh, actual peer-reviewed uh, information available for you as well. I can show it on COVID. Actually, just came out last week. So you're saying go to quite uh, exciting. This go, is exciting. Oh, yeah, Glycol Check, G L C O L Check. Yeah. So G L C O C O Okay. Glyco Check on YouTube or Vimeo. The researcher has had this available. And now it's coming out a part of the Research Marketing International team to get this out into the market. We're looking at the diagnostic uh, centers and patient forms where a patient can come in and get the test done. It's at a marginal cost, but they'll be able to know where their health glycocheck health score is. Each month they're taking a, a, a product, they're healing it. And we'll see that on each test. It's like getting your blood test every so often. You're seeing the healing. We've got the same thing in the newest, most remarkable testing tool ever to come since the MRI in 1977. Seymour, we ran out of time. Asked, yeah, go ahead. Thank you for the time. No, no, this, this is exciting. I hope you'll call back. Call back next week and give us another update. And I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Yeah, if you need an update, have your uh, production crew give me a call. I haven't given you my number. Uh, shall I do that for a quick moment? Uh, if you want to stay on the line, they'll get to you, okay? And uh, they can handle that. All right. Thank you. All right. You're listening to Open Mic with Mike Sherwell. That was fascinating. Laura's got some thoughts, so, on the passport vaccine just before we go to the break. Thanks for calling, Laura. Hi, no problem. What are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I guess I should preface kind of where I'm coming from um, because I'm not sure the age groups of the callers so far, but 
I'm a millennial. Okay. <laughs> I'm also Christian, um, and I'm also an African Canadian. So, uh, and then also on top of that, I work for the local government in the Toronto area. Um, so okay. I have seen how the vaccines have been polarized. I have seen that apparently because of my decision based off of my own conscience, because I'm not getting vaccinated, that I'm kind of ostracized in a different way. Um, I'm not for the passport. I am for people making the decision for their own bodies and their own health when it comes to whether they get vaccinated or not. But I'm very concerned with the direction um, that things are going with, as other callers have said, kind of the rights being taken away from us. Like I used to pride myself on being a Canadian and having parents immigrate from Africa with so much liberty that this country has given us. But to see us almost feeling as though we're being you know, put on a, a whole string of you must do this, like this is what the government is doing. It, it's hurtful to see it, especially because I am younger um, and because based on the, I guess, demographics I'm a part of that um, I'm, I'm seen based on mainstream media as somebody who's very resistant. And so, I found that a lot of people are not asking questions, but they're just kind of making the assumption that I'm resistant because of whatever reason it is. <laughs> all right, so... Well, so you're touching a lot of different areas, which is kind of interesting. And um, where do we um, where do we go with this? Um, you know, you're listening to the uh, government, um, but you're also bringing a bunch of other perspectives. We got 30 seconds before the break. If if you could just say, you know, what what's your signature statement? What do you think we need to be doing right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I believe it. Write somebody, call somebody. Put our head in the sand or what? Yeah. I mean, we, we'll have to trust the Lord in this. And, and I think we might be in a situation where we have to make hard decisions. Um, and even as you said earlier, um, it is going to be difficult. If you're a police officer, you might have to make that decision to do this. Um, but just trusting the Lord through this whole process, whether you choose whatever it is that happens, um, just make that right choice for yourself and your family. But I would say remaining steadfast in prayer. Because I would never want somebody to feel like because they're vaccinated, that they're less that they have less faith that's not true and somebody who is not vaccinated that they don't have any faith at all like i believe that as christians this is kind of a christian liberty situation where we should still love our brother as ourselves and we should still love the lord our god with all of our strength and all of our heart and our minds so if it does appreciate that. that point trust in the lord in that laura thank you i got to run to the break appreciate your call hope you call back again yeah. have a great evening yeah, for sure you're listening to Open Mic with Mike Sherman. we got time for a couple more callers. And, uh, you know, 800-684-2848-883-5000. And I often like to do this in the last 15 minutes of the show, that if you need prayer for anything, I believe in prayer. I believe I'm, I'm trusting in God. I thought Laura had a good point at the end. There's some things I can't figure out. Sometimes I just have to be silent and say, God, uh, I'm going to have to let you just guide me through this. We're going to be right back after a short break. Don't go away. Are you looking for a fresh start this fall? Looking to grow your faith, find friends, and experience those connecting moments that were snatched away from you by the pandemic? Well, the people of North End Church invite you to join them this Sunday at 10 a.m. Located at 455 Geneva Street in St. Catharines, North End is excited to discover what God's new normal is for them this fall. Dynamic worship, preaching that connects, programs for all ages, and new friends to meet. You'll find that North End is a place where everyone is welcome, nobody's perfect, and anything is possible. Check out North End Church this Sunday at 455 Geneva Street, St. Catharines, or go to northendchurch.ca. Will you provide a Bible for someone who desperately needs one? Baja knows the truth about Jesus, but she needs to read the Bible for herself. Like many new believers in India, Baja cannot find or afford a Bible. Your gift today provides a Bible and ministry programs for people like Baja. She knows that the power of prayer to Jesus changed her life, and she is eager to share this power and truth with others. But she needs a Bible. Your gift of just $5 will provide the Bible for a new believer eagerly waiting for their own copy of God's Word. Will you give a Bible to a new believer today? Visit BibleLeague.ca slash Mike or call Bible League Canada at 1-800-363-9673. Over this past year and a half, our mental wellness has been severely challenged. Young and old are finding it difficult to navigate. Many in the Christian community are struggling to know how to help. Agora Network Ministries, a ministry committed to educate, equip, 
and Engage in Mental Wellness invites you to their upcoming event. A one-day in-person mental wellness conference on Saturday, October 16th at North End Church has been scheduled. Go to agoranetworkministries.com for more information and to register and hold your place for this event. COVID-19 protocols will be in place. On August 15th, the Taliban took control of the capital city of Kabul. Our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan are in turmoil, and the people there are struggling and living in fear. Partners International Canada is responding to this need, but their partner on the ground needs your help. Help provide relief for 100 families with the gift of food, clean water, and basic necessities. $300 will help provide for one family for one month. $10 will help a family for one day. Every dollar helps. Go to partnersinternational.ca to make a donation today. That's partnersinternational.ca. Welcome back to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino. Have a question for Mike? Phone lines are open. Call now at 800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, everybody. We're glad you're with us. And uh, wow. The lines have lit up again. We got uh, we got about eight minutes left in the show, so we're going to jump on it right now. But let me just say this about trusting God with all our heart. Why does he say our heart? Because the heart is the seat of an emotion of our emotions, and with all of our heart indicates that trust goes beyond intellectual assent to a deep reliance on the Lord. I'm listening to politicians; they're saying we trust science. Hey, I am thankful for science. Uh, I'm blessed by medical help. I take prescriptions if I need it and all those things. But at the end of the day, folks, my trust is in the Lord. And sometimes we have a problem. And the problem is with that we have with God is that we look at a situation and our heart sinks with sorrow of feelings being overwhelmed or a sense of impossibility. We think we'll never recover. And that's why Solomon says, trust in the Lord with all our heart. And we're like those disciples uh, with Jesus in the midst of the storm. The winds and waves seem to be too much, and the Lord comes and says, peace, be still. And I, I want to at least leave that with you before we jump to our callers, that regardless of your failures or your disappointments or your fear, that you know that you can hold on to God. He is there with you. He's walking with you. He invites us to trust in Him. At the same time, we need to, uh, uh, you know what? we got to take a few more calls, and Teresa's on the line, and uh, I'm glad you're weighing in tonight. Teresa, on the vaccine passport, what are your brief thoughts? Well, um, I think through the vaccine passport, it's a way to force people to get the vaccine. Okay. And the, regarding the, uh, the vaccine, well, this is a very scary, scary scenario because if the vaccine doesn't get you, the virus is going to get you. So we really got to trust the Lord. I mean, it, it, it's really scary. Everything going on in the world, it can be just so overwhelming. It's so I, I, I agree that I, I agree we have to trust in the Lord. But here's the, the point. They would talk about taking the vaccine, the percentage of people who will get sick if they take the vaccine is way, way less than those who don't. Do you agree with that? I am double vaccinated um, because I was a nurse and I know I have, you know, worked with the influenza and um, yeah, I, I, it's a virus. It's a very real virus. And um, the new science table data that is coming out um, it's pretty scary. I mean, I really hope that they're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Because um, it 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 um, you know it's a really scary scenario. That's all I can say. So what else can okay. you do except trust God, Pastor? Um, and Pastor, a, yeah. a word for you, sort of for you, is that we sorrow not as those that have no hope. And absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's a good word. And you know what? Um, I'm thankful that my friend loved Jesus. And yeah. That, that, that's our hope. But we, and that's we comfort our, one another with hope. that. Because at the yeah, end of the day. This is our home. 
we're just going through, we're passing through, like Abraham. That's right. He foresaw it up ahead. This isn't it. Yeah. Teresa, thank you for your call. Thank you so much. Okay, Pastor. Right. Good night. Good night. Bye. Hey, you're listening to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino. 1-800-684-2848-883-5000. We're going to talk to Dave in a moment. Maybe there's uh, room for one or two more callers. Uh, if we can pray with you about anything, maybe also you've got an opinion on Afghanistan. I'd love to hear somebody just speak into that situation for a moment. Dave, thanks for your call. How are you tonight? I'm well, Mike. How are you? Hanging in there. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, uh, this is such a, a volatile subject. and There's so, so many ways to talk about this, but just quickly, I'll just mention just look on the top of my head. Uh, I'm just, you know, we all want to do the right thing, obviously, for ourselves and our families. And, you know, uh, it just seems to me um, that there's just so much disinformation out there. And uh, it, it's really hard to digest who's telling the truth or who's being vague or leaving stuff out. We're just not hearing the whole story. And it's, it's hard because, you know, it's such a, a big choice, a big decision for your, your family, for your kids. And you want to be doing the right thing. I think we all have to agree with that. But there's a history. And, and you know, I, I when I hear some of the reports that are going on by some of the doctors that are, you know, pushing the vaccine, it just reminds me of the little boy who cried wolf. And we've heard so many false things all the time. It seems that everybody seems to lie, uh, you know, occasionally all the time or whatever it is, except God, of course. And, uh, you know, you, you want to trust, you want to believe. But just, just again, there just seems to be such, such a fog. And an agenda seems to be lurking in the background that, you know, a lot of people are just not talking about. I, I think Israel is leading uh, the world in research. And some of the stuff that they've been coming out with and discovering about the vaccines and about how effective they are, nobody seems to be talking about it. They just seem to be putting their hands over their ears and keep on marching forward with the agenda here. And I just Dave, wonder why that is. And, you know. Yeah, good point. Good comment. I'm sorry we can't chat longer. We got two more calls before the end of the show, but appreciate your call. You made, uh, okay. you opened up the lid on the pot. Thank you. And we got a quick call from Fond Hill. Thank you for calling in tonight. How are you? Uh, you're on open mic. Uh, Hello. Yeah. Are you speaking to me here? Yeah, I am. We didn't get a name for you. So, um, yeah, we got 45 seconds. Go for it. What are your All thoughts? Right. I'll make it quick. I just uh, had to, I've never ch chatted on this show, but I... I would say on your opening comments, I, as far as the vaccine passport, I, I think it, it is ridiculous. Um, okay. Why? Uh, my opinion there. I do feel like uh, the government should make the passport or the vaccine available, but not make it um, mandated. And I'm also, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an employee in the health sector and uh, we just got information. We, maybe uh facing uh discipline up to a dismissal if we do not get vaccinated and i i have concerns with that whether or not uh, i'm not pro or anti-vaccine but i have major concerns with that issue there yeah the control the freedom is being taken away absolutely yeah i have uh yeah discipline you got a solution any solutions right now what would you suggest what are you going to do i feel like uh it's a tough decision. I feel like it's important that uh, we're able to to make that decision. We we could weigh the pros and cons. Perhaps the uh, vaccine has low consequences. Perhaps it has consequences down the road. But COVID also may have low consequences for certain populations, and that should be a health choice for each individual. Okay. I feel like. Um, each individual has to choose what's uh, right for them and perhaps use the tool if it's necessary, but not be mandated. And Thank you. Got to go. Appreciate your call. Thanks right. so much. And last call tonight is Catherine. Catherine, go for it. I guess Catherine's not going to go for it. So I'm going to wrap it up. Hey, you've been listening to Open Mic with Mike Sherboneau, and I just want to say thanks for all the people that have called in, especially the last four weeks. We've had some great discussions. But at the end of the day, uh, here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm doing. I'm trusting in God with all my heart. And, you know, trust, um, it's kind of like, it's more than just reckless abandonment. 
you know, kind of like the guy that walked across Niagara Falls. Um, I, I get that. And maybe, you know, nobody wanted to get into his wheelbarrow. What was his name? Uh, Charles Blondin. Uh, God's inviting you and I to get into his wheelbarrow. He says, I will bring you through this. Because trust is a decision based on what you believe about the ability of the one you are trusting in. Hey, if you've enjoyed the program tonight and what I'm doing, uh, would you go to MikeSherbino.org? And uh, there's a place there where you can support this ministry. We're hoping to go uh, daily with television and, uh, and more radio just to reach people and to engage people with the news. I need your help. And uh, so thank you for listening. MikeSherbino.org. God bless you. May you be encouraged in this journey called life. Regardless of what happens, God is with us and we hold on to that.